DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. We're joined now by RSL goalkeeper Nick Romando. He's joining us on the Sprint Special Guest Line. Lease any handset and get an iPad for $99.99. Visit the local Sprint store near you. Nick, good morning. Good morning. So the countdown is on. You announced your retirement uh, at the start of the season, and now it's down to four games left. You're in a playoff race. It's really tight. A lot of different things could happen. Do you feel retirement looming, or does it feel like late in any other season? Um, no, it's definitely there. Um, I wanted to uh, announce it uh, at the beginning of the season. Um, uh, just, to, just to get off my back and just have some time to kind of digest it all and, and you know, win, win or lose the season, that this was a decision that I made. Uh, a long time ago, and, and um, I'm good with it. And, and now with, with four games left, uh, it is creeping up on me, uh, but it's a, a exciting um, next couple of weeks to, to take it all in and to get give everything uh, I have and, and uh, get to those playoffs. So when we look back years from now and people say, who is the original goalie goalkeeper for RSL? People are going to say your name, even though you weren't. I think you play, actually played in the league six, seven years before you came over here, and I think you came over here in the the, uh, the, league, the team's third season. But how much is it going to mean to you going forward that from now on until whenever, you're going to be recognized, probably along with Beckerman, as one of the pillars of this franchise? Yeah, it's a lot. You know, I think I, I put my time in here uh, for sure. Um, you know, won a, won a trophy here. I think I've represented the, the club, you know, in the city, city well. So uh, it, it's going to mean, uh, you know, a lot to me to, to go to these games when I'm not playing. Um, more importantly, to, to have my kids see it, um, uh, the legacy that, that I left, and, and hopefully they could uh, be proud of that. So what do you think, uh, what do you think you're going to be doing in retirement, I mean, your L.A. roots run pretty deep. Do you move back to California? Do you stay here with your kids know this is home? What do you think you're going to do? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's there's some options right now. Um, a couple teams have, have reached out. Um, I would love to, to stay in the game, obviously. Uh, I think it's my duty to give back uh, to the next generation and, and help groom um, what's next in and, and, and soccer in America. And, um but I haven't, um, you know, put my put my finger on just one thing. Uh, I'd like to dabble in a couple of things and, and feel what I have, you know, passionate about. Uh, I think there's some surgeries uh, <laughs> in the near future that that I'll have to um, get done and and uh, just go from there. And, and um, um, obviously, I think I'm going to miss the game right now. I, I think I'm in a really good spot and, and uh, happy with my decision. Uh, but come next year seeing the guys go out to the field and, and watch the games on TV. I know I'm going to miss it. Um, that's that's no doubt, but um, I think my body's going to be a, a bit more happier next year. Yeah, you're 40 years old now. You've been in this league for a long, long time. Uh, as far as MLS goes, I think you've accomplished pretty much everything. You know, you got career records and shutouts and wins and saves and all that stuff. Is there anything that you feel like you didn't do on the field that you would have liked to have done? Obviously, you want to win more, but, you know, nobody can. Everybody yeah. wants to win more. But anything you, particular yeah. to you that you feel like you would have liked to have done? Um, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's small details. I wish I would have took a PK in Kansas City in the MLS Cup. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, 
Uh, I wish uh, we would have won the, the CONCACAF uh, Champions League here in, in front of our, our fans. Um, maybe dabbled in, in playing abroad somewhere. Uh, the opportunity was, came, came about going to Mexico at one point and, and, and Holland. Um, but all in all, when I look back to my career, it, it's something that I, I can't be too, too disappointed about. It. It's something that uh, I never thought I would be playing uh, 20 years uh, in Major League Soccer, seeing both of this league see where, where it is today and, and um, I can look back and be happy about that and, and um, yeah I mean there's always would have could have should have but um, I'm happy with what I've done in this, uh, in this book. Nick Romando, RSL goalkeeper, joining us here on 97.5 and 1280 The Zone. So it's going to be the 10-year reunion of the team that won the MLS Cup in 2009. And you're going to have a lot of guys back, and they're going on the team. And I notice it's set up for the LA Galaxy game. So, you know, as big a crowd as possible, as, as revved up and as hyped up as possible. And they'll be looking back, and you'll be playing a big game, so you can't look back then. So I want you to look back now. You're known for stopping penalties for all the records and the trophies and going to the World Cup in 2014. You're really known for a freakish ability to stop penalties. And it was on display not just in the final, but in the Eastern Conference final against Chicago. How, how do you do it? Can you tell us now? <laughs> I got a couple more games left. <laughs> you <laughs> never know, right? That might have to, might have to wait until after the season. Uh, no, it was it definitely, like you said, there's no secret that that was one of my um, – uh, good abilities of being a, a, a goalkeeper, and, and um, luck obviously has something to do with it. Uh, but there are some other, you know, tricks that that uh, I was able to kind of come up with through the years that that, that helped me out uh, in those situations. So, um, you know, back then that that was a big part of our run, and, and I was, I'm happy that it that all of those, uh, you know, the skill, the luck, everything came together um, to lift that trophy. Um, but yeah, uh, I guess uh, that was uh, some cool that, that I added to the to the position. Yeah, you say you got a couple of tricks and maybe some luck. I'm wondering though, how much of it was based on preparation and study to be prepared for the moment to be able to execute yeah. what you needed to do. To be honest, I'm doing more preparation now than than ever uh, for those kind of moments and. and Luckily this year we haven't had too many of those uh, situations, but um, you just kind of go with your gut, man, and and, and you, you pick up, like I said, you pick up little little things about players, and and um, and you go with it. Um, you know, I've been lucky a lot of times, and then I've and I've uh, obviously I've led in a lot of penalty kicks as well. When you when you you play 20 years, you're going to face a lot of uh, penalty kicks, and and. You also you also learn a lot more playing a lot uh, a lot of years. So, um, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I don't know what to say. Um, All right. Well, as long as we got you on one topic, you don't know anything to say on. I got another topic <laughs> I want to bring up. So, <laughs> so uh, before you play sporting this year, the team comes up with a marketing campaign. Someone does inside the organization. We hate them. They hate us. Now, PK hears this on the radio, and so he's going nuts with it. Like, really? I mean, you hate us? I mean, that's a little over the top, isn't it? And I would think for a lot of guys on both clubs it might be, but for guys who've been there a long time, 
Uh, there's a story, and it's closed, so it's kind of legendary, and there's no way I know, I know you uh, You are. You're not going to confirm or deny it for me. But there's a story out there that maybe Benny Failhaber and Kyle Beckerman got sideways at a U.S. national team practice once upon a time. And then what is out there is there was a preseason game, of all things a preseason game in Arizona, where guys started kicking each other, and it got way out of hand. Does Sporting Kansas City and RSL still really hate each other? I think hate's a, a strong word. Uh, I think it's definitely marketable. Um, I have friends on that team that I still talk to. I've had friends on that team for a while. Um, but do we dislike each other? Do we, do we kind of get uh, flared up before for each game when we know that, that they're, uh, they're next? Of course. Um, they took the championship away from us, and uh, there's been some massive battles. Um on the field, uh, and yeah, there's been some certain players that that have a little bit more um, extra in their tank uh, when we face them. But listen, a game's a game. When I played this long, you get up for these kinds of games. Um, you call them a rival, I don't know, but but they're definitely a team that that you know we get up for. They get up for us. Um, there's going to be some extra kicking. There's going to be some extra trash talk. But again, you know, and, and that's mean. An athlete, it's, it's three points, right? You, you always want to get three points and scratching, kicking, whatever you need to do to do it. That's what we're going to do. We've been in this media business a long time, Nick, and we've come across many guys who've retired over the years, and it seems like almost universal. You ask them what are they going to miss going forward, and they've pretty much drained everything out of their bodies at the time of their retirement, which is why they end up retiring in the first place. But they'll say they'll miss the locker room fodder, the camaraderie between the guys and all that type of stuff. Does that hold true for you? Yeah, you know, I think all I've known was Going to the locker room and uh, having some banter with the guys, or, or talking about the game, um, or trying to overcome a, a loss, or of course, of course, that's going to be something that I miss, you know, a lot. I think for me, it's going to be game days, uh, walking onto that field. Uh, I mean, I, I can't just pull one thing I'm going to miss because I feel every day I, I come up with another thing that man, this is going to be the last time I I get to do this or that. Um, but being being a team, being being together, being in the locker room is definitely Nick Romano joined us, RSL goalkeeper, down to his final four matches, uh, getting ready to retire at the end of the season, four regular season matches, and then we'll see uh, what happens with the postseason. Um, you were uh, you were at the All Star game. You did an interview <laughs> after the after the game, and you took your gloves off, and that got quite the reaction. You don't usually do it with the local media, but once or twice I've seen what they saw. Do your hands hurt because those fingers aren't pointing in the right direction? <laughs> yeah, um, they do. I mean, the, as the weather changes and gets a little bit more brisk outside, they tend to ache a little bit more. Um, nothing that I haven't dealt with the, the last. 10 or 15 years or so, but um, yeah, there's jokes around the league, there's jokes in the locker room about my fingers, and I think if you you go in any other locker room, the goalkeepers are going to have the same or uh, pretty similar fingers that, uh, that I do, and it's just part of the game, it's part of uh, being in the position, you're going to put your, your fingers in some nets, you're going to put your fingers in the ground and get some balls, um, just part of the position and, and something that uh, I've known that... Uh, I'm not going to be a, a hand model in the future. 
All right. Well, if you ever run to run into Nick around town, be careful about looking at his fingers unless you have a strong stomach because there's some pain associated <laughs> with those joints. Holy cow. That, that had to have hurt. Well, Nick, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks, guys. Appreciate it.